Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Borrell. I want to thank everybody that's listening on Internet Radio. I've been on Internet Radio for a while now, and I want to thank all the listeners that's on Internet Radio. I want to give a shout-out to um, all those station managers that have put me on their station. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I want to thank everybody that also came out last week for the Women's Conference Created for Purpose down in Elizabeth City. It was amazing. I want to give a shout-out to um, the host, Minister Phyllis Griffin. She, um, the name of her nonprofit is Tri Unity, T-R-Y-U-N-I-T-Y. Y'all want to check her out because she's going to do some great things in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. It was a great time, and I thank her for the opportunity to be there. But let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much. As always, I don't take it. I don't take it for um, granted. I don't take it lightly to be used by you. Hallelujah. Thank you for every listener. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Welcome, Holy Spirit, into this broadcast today. Thank you so much. I apply the blood of Jesus over the airways that there would be no hindrances to this word today, that it would reach to the places you want to be reach the ears that need to hear it, or those that are viewing on the YouTube, that they will see and hear, hallelujah, what you have for them today. Lord, hallelujah, Lord, I thank you in advance. Hallelujah, Lord, I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory and all the honor for what you're going to do on this broadcast today. Thank you for the spirit of truth. Welcome, Holy Spirit, into the broadcast today. Lord, I thank you so much. In your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's get right into it. I want y'all to do a check. Is there a worm in your fruit? Hmm. Let's do a check. Is there a worm in my fruit? So I remember growing up, I told you guys, I grew up in the country. Country girl. And um, my dad had a, a big garden. And, you know, for lunch, my mom would be like, you know, go out there and get you a cucumber. Go get you a tomato. Go get you whatever. Get you some fruit off the fruit trees. And it was amazing. Country living is amazing. You got the garden. You can go grab you something out the garden. You can go get some fruit. Down my Nana's house had the apple orchard. She had the grapevine. My mom had the plum trees um, and pear tree, right? And I'd go out there and just get me a tomato and keep on running, right? Mm, keep on running. So one day I was hungry, and um, I went on out there in the garden, um, pulled off a tomato. We had to faucet it off the back of the house, just wash it off real quick, and went in and was just biting. Mm, it's a good tomato. Until I found half a worm in it. Mm, and you know what? I didn't eat any more of that tomato. I threw that tomato away. And it took me a long time before I ate tomatoes again. I just wanted to share that with you guys as we look to see if there's a worm in that fruit. Because the fruit of the Spirit is not the fruits of the Spirit. It's the fruit of the Spirit, right? In Galatians 5, 22 and 23, it's the fruit of the Spirit. And if one, one of these characteristics is not present in your fruit, that whole, all of it is about to go, maybe there's a worm in it. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe there's a, a worm or something that done got in there. We're going to really talk about this. Hopefully I have enough time to finish. But we're going to really talk about this because I've I've worked in the service industry um, pretty much all my life. Let me see. Yeah, my first jobs was a, a, a server or a cook um, in the restaurant. Um, pretty much, except for the jewelry store, in some type of service industry all my life. And I have seen... Um, when, you know, people show forth the fruit of the Spirit or when they abuse those that serve in them. And, and, I, and I'll see that in, in, in the hospitality industry. I see it. And sometimes when you're not, when you're professing to be um, a believer, um, a man or woman of God, but when you come into different let's just talk about if your walk is not matching your talk right if there's a problem there and it could be a worm has got up in your foot and we're going to talk about what that worm is but let's talk about let's go ahead and do the scripture first galatians 5 22 and 23 in the niv but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, hallelujah, gentleness, and self-control. I want you to look at those characteristics to make sure your fruit don't have a worm in it or about to turn, be rotten. Remember I said when I had that tomato and after I had saw that worm, and know that I had ate part of that worm. It was disgusting. And I, I I threw it away. And I was like trying to throw up. Because it was disgusting. Just the thought of it. But on the outside. Come on here. But on the outside. That fruit looked good. It looked so appetizing. I was real hungry. And I really want y'all to listen to me today. Listen to what the word of God is about to say. Listen to what God wants to say to his people. It could look good. You can have the titles. It could be all nice and shiny. But then when somebody's hungry, come on here. Then somebody's hungry and you you should be a witness at all times. Let your light so shine so all men can see you, right? And lift Jesus up so he could be, so people could be drawn to Jesus. So that light of Jesus got to always be there. Whether you're in the pulpit. At home, in your walk, at the grocery store, in a restaurant, wherever you are, right? Because there's some people that might be really hungry. But soon as they're about to take a bite or, or, or receive that spiritual food, huh? come on here, that spiritual food, and then all of a sudden realize, oh my gosh, is this a worm in my mouth? Because what they have just received. Okay, let's go back to it. Love. That's the agape love. Love of love is a love of not out of attraction or obligation. It's a choice. I choose to love you. Agape love. No matter what you do, I still love you. That type of love. That type of love. It's the, it's the type of love that Jesus displayed when he was on the cross. Knowing that those that he was on the cross for, did, you know, all the things that 
he died. He what he did on the cross for me and you before we were even born, before we even knew who he was and doing everything. But he still loved us enough that God so loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. That kind of love is there a worm in your fruit? Hmm. Okay. Joy, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. You know, sometimes you can have tears of joy. Are you are you operating out of that joy? Because when you operate out of joy, that the this says that the well, that's where the wells of salvation. When your joy, people will be like, Who, what is going on with this person? How why are they so happy? How are you staying like that? I want some of what you got. You know how sometimes you be um be around people like what what's on what 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 are you drinking that making you so happy? Why you got such pep in your step when you walk? That's that kind. That's the fruit. That's that's the fruit of the spirit. Now we have the Holy Spirit, right? But if we're not possessing the fruit of the spirit, all of this has to be in the fruit in order for you to have the fruit of the spirit. It can't be. I got a little bit of this and I got a little bit of that. In order to have the fruit of the Spirit truly operating and being led and guided by the Holy Spirit, you got to have all of it. Is there a worm in your fruit? Because you know you're going to acknowledge, you're going to analyze yourself. Sometimes, when, when uh, I mean, after that whole incident with that tomato, after a while, when I finally did go back to eat the tomato, do you think I bit right in it? Mm-mm. I took a slice and made sure it was good. Looked all through it before I ate it. Is there a worm in your fruit? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Peace. Do you have peace? Tranquility. Um, freedom from disturbance. No chaos. Are you settled? Uh, do you have that peace to know that that's the peace of God that surpasses all understanding? Remember a, a, a couple of weeks ago, I said you have the right to hold your peace. You have the right, hallelujah, to keep things from being disturbing you, whatever it may be. If you, because it's not people, this one thing I learned recently, it's not people that's disturbing your peace. It's a spirit that's using that person. So you're going to love that person, but you're going to deal with that spirit, but you're going to stay in peace. You know that God going to fight for you, right? You're going to stay in peace. Hallelujah. The fruit of the spirit. It's that worm. In your fruit. Hmm? Faithfulness. Uh, do, do you have, do you, do you, what you profess and believe, are you staying faithful? Are you a faithful person? Even the scripture said, a faithful man who can find. Because when you got somebody that's faithful, that's a blessing. That is, um, that is such a, um, such a blessing. Even when you think about, um, those of you that, um, it might be supervisor at work. When you have somebody that's faithful, you know they're going to be there. You know they're going to do a good job. You the same thing in ministry. You got somebody that's faithful. That faith, that's a fruit. That's a fruit. That's part of the fruit of the Spirit. Remember, you got to have it all. Are you gentle when you talk to people? Gentleness. Being, being in a way that, you know, try to make them like, okay, make them feel okay. Like, you might, might have to, like, in my position as um, a supervisor, director, I have to, and the way I manage is um, 
It's in, in the spirit of truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. Now, I can I cannot tell you the truth and, and watch you run off a cliff and watch you um, keep, keep, why am I going to reinforce bad behavior or, or bad traits? Why, why am I not going to address that? That's not, that's not good. As you can see that people in schools that never was addressed, by the time they get to high school, they're doing stuff that, that should have been corrected as a child. In the, in the scripture in Corinthians 13, 1 Corinthians 13, it said, when I, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I got a child, but you're not a child no more. So I had read, a, um, a matter of fact, I think I might have it in here. I had read a book years ago um, when I became a manager in my 20s at a Pizza Hut, the store manager, general manager. It's called The One Minute Manager. And it said, when you see something, you go ahead and deal with it right then. If it's good or bad, if it's, if it's something good, praise him. That was good what you just did. If it's something bad, hey, come here. I got to talk to you about that. That's not the way to do that. You take care of it right then. Some people don't like that style. Like, oh, might think you might be hard or whatever. But if you're flowing in the Holy Spirit and in that same spirit of truth, it should tell something, tell you something. Wait, maybe I should have been kinder right there. Oh, how did I allow that person to get me out of peace? And we're going to talk about that in a minute. I'm trying to get through all these right real quick. I want to talk about why there might be a worm in your food. Mm-mm-mm. Gentleness, we talked about that. Then you got to talk about kindness. We talked about that. How are you treating people? When you're going out, are you showing hospitality? Are you being kind to those? When, like, you might see somebody at, um, at the grocery store or see somebody out while you're shopping or see somebody while you're on vacation. Are you being kind? Are you smiling? Are, are you representing um, the fruit that you say, I'm walking in the spirit? You say, I'm so-and-so. I'm, I'm this and I'm that. All the different titles. But if you're, if you're not possessing the fruit of the Spirit, you can go head on and just throw them titles in the trash. Go and throw them away. Maybe there's a worm that has creeped into your foot. Let's go, keep going. Let's keep going. Forbearance, patience. I was talking to someone yesterday and they were saying about patience. That when you don't have patience, that means you dishonoring God's timing. I thought that was really good. I thought that was really good. Do you have patience to know that God knows what, what, when, and, and, and the timing of certain things supposed to happen? Maybe they not haven't happened. Maybe it haven't happened because you're not possessing the fruit of the spirit. Because there's a worm that might have crept in there. Self-control. Self-control. Temperance, power over oneself, power over yourself, checking and looking at, looking at this word of God. This is your mirror. Looking in here and say, wait a minute, this fruit. Because I'm, I'm constantly looking at myself like, did I handle that the right way? Why am I reacting this way? Why did this hurt so much? You know what I'm saying? I'm constantly analyzing myself because I'm trying. No, I'm not perfect. And yes, I mess up. But when I look at it, I was like, Lord, I, may, I should have maybe, maybe did I, did I say it right? Did, did I, was I supposed to say anything at all? And then one thing the Lord led me to about that worm. And you can see it in scriptures in Revelations 8, 10, and 11. And then it talked about um, and they use the word warm wood, right? 
And when I was saying about that worm, I was using it for that analogy when I ate that daggone tomato and that half a worm that was in it. And remember what I said, people could be hungry. And then you come and you come in and you being nasty. You being mean. You treating them really bad. And they might be hungry. They might be going through. They might be suicidal. That you don't know what people might be going through in a day. And they working hard. And they trying to do something and, and maybe serve you in a restaurant. Or, or whatever it may be. I just use the people at, my, at the job. At your front desk. And they there and they, you know, might, might have had a rough day. And then you come out of Coming there yelling at them and making them and uh, making them feel um like they less than. Like you better remember where you came from. By the way, remember where you came from. And remember who you representing. It's that worm that has gotten your fruit. Well, it's time to get the worm out. And when I was looking at the wormwood, and the Lord took me into Revelations, Revelations 8, 10 through 11, the third angel blew his trumpet and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of the water. Of water. And the name of the star is Wormwood. And third of the waters became Wormwood. And many people died from that water because it had been made bitter. Because it had became bitter. Has there a worm? Or are you have you become bitter because your patience, you, you don't lost you don't lost the faithfulness and you you you're not kind anymore. You're not even don't show no forth no goodness. You you not you don't have any self-control. You're not walking in agape love. You have no joy, you're mad all the time. There's no peace. Come on here. Has there a worm that got into your fruit? Because I'm telling you, when, when, when you want to witness to people, because somebody else done came in and done made everybody feel less than, made everybody else feel like they, they, don't, they don't never measure up, make them feel like they're they they not worth anything, and then somebody else come behind them and say, oh, I'm a believer. They don't even want to hear nothing you want to say because of what somebody else just did. Has a worm got into your food. Proverbs 5 and 3 ESV. For the lips of a forbidden water drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil, but in the end she is bitter as wormwood. Sharp as a two-edged soul. Sword. Let's talk about that. The one that it was saying something sweet, but they were bitter. So it's trying to draw you in. Draw that man in. Whoever, draw them in too. But they were bitter. It was just trying to destroy. They was just trying to destroy. Have you become bitter? I know this is a word right here. And some of y'all ain't going to want to listen to the word. Some some people already don't cut it off. Don't want to hear because they think they already know everything. They already think they know everything. But the thing is, you got to put the word of God as a mirror. And say, okay, Lord, what's going on with my love walk here? Because even in the scripture, talking about a bitter root can come up and trouble you. Has a worm got into your fruit? Your joy off. Like, I used to have joy. And, and joy, yeah, you can, it's happiness and all that too. But sometimes it's just a joy in knowing. Like this week, 
I just know that I know certain things about what God has shown me. I just, it gave me joy. Had everything around me in the natural change? No, but where I am changed. Where I can see what he's doing has changed. When I see someone else, like I just mentioned, mentioned Miss Phyllis Griffin with Triunity going forward and what's, what God has for her, the wind of God that's on that, what God has given her and she walked out and gave me joy. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Rejoice when you see someone walking it out and what's a great pleasure to, for me to be the one chosen to speak at her very first conference and her launch. I rejoice with her. It's so much joy when you rejoicing with others. Hallelujah. It did something for me. It caused something to come upon me. Because I was rejoicing with her. Even in the, in the, in the um, scriptures when Jesus Went into to the wedding in Canaan and, and he turned the water into wine and kept the party going. And and, and, and in some some scriptures have called it, it was a continual feast. Hallelujah. And because I was because of that rejoicing again, it was a continual feast that was last Saturday. It is now Friday, and I'm still feeling it. A continual feast and rejoicing with someone else that's going forward and walking in their purpose that they were created for gave me so much joy. Hallelujah. We got to make sure that our fruit, we got to look. I heard people say fruit inspecting and all that. I've heard all this before in different messages. But today, and I had something else I wanted to do. But this is what I was told to do. Because you can't be preaching or teaching or, or, or whatever you're doing, whatever platform you're using, and treat people terrible. You can't do it. You can't put, put, be so two-faced. You can't be like the Pharisees, stiff neck, walking around with a religious spirit. That's not going to draw anybody to the Lord. It's the grace of God. If it wasn't for the grace of God, you wouldn't be where you are. Has a worm got into your fruit? Has bitterness creeped in? That now you're so busy looking at everybody else with an envious eye, not rejoicing with them, not celebrating their growth, and said, "Lord, look at what you have done." I am so like when you see people growing, truly having the word of God and applying the word of God, not staying, staying, and not growing, still doing the same. I'm talking about those that hear the word and move on the word. They're hearers and doers of the word, and so now. The, the success has come because God has done that for them because they moved on what they heard. If you move on this today, hallelujah. If you make up your mind today to be a fruit inspector, I prophesy right now, you're going to see how things is going to change in your life quickly because the wind is on it. If you can receive the truth of what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, it's going to move quickly for you because you will say, Lord, I repent because I ever didn't let some bitterness get in my fruit. 
ahead on and repent. Lord, we repent. Hallelujah. Every listener that's out there today that have have gotten to the point where they don't have peace. They don't have joy. They don't have love. They don't have patience. They don't have faithfulness. They don't have goodness. They don't have that kindness. They don't have, hallelujah, self-control that we know that it's the fruit of the Spirit. Lord, we repent right now for allowing anything in and to, to, to get into the app, to this fruit. That when we go places, people will realize there's something about them. I want to know their God. And if you act in one way, they're not going to want to know your God. You're like, they, what God they serving? I find myself defending. Come on, hear? Hear me, you guys. I find myself defending Jesus Christ and the believers, those that are operating in the, in his grace, the defending, that's why even with my book, I know a lot of people out there with religious spirit don't like my book. I don't care because I'm going to show the grace of God and what he has done for me with this book because I was never perfect. And I went through, I did a lot of stuff. But because of God's grace, because of his agape love for me, hallelujah, I can tell you that he wants, that he loves you too. The first time I heard that God loved, I was like, what? He loved me? Come on now, I'm having to defend who I am and what I believe and let them know, no, I'm not, I'm not like that. I know you might be in a different uh, alternative lifestyle. But I know God love you. I know you might be doing things that other people might be pointing their finger at. But I know God love you. Because Jesus went to the cross for you too. You got to remember where we came from. When we going out places. Make sure the fruit is for real fruit. Because they hungry. And please don't give them something with a worm in it. Please. Please. Lord, I thank you right now. Hallelujah for all of those today that are listening, truly hearing you. And have make, going to make the change in repenting. Dear Lord, so they can make the change. And Lord, let the wind of God blow. Hallelujah. Your word blow. The angels go forth with this word. When they repent, that they'll see things change immediately within seven days of them making the change. That they will have testimonies to come forth and realize, hallelujah, it wasn't that person that did something to them. It wasn't this. It was what was inside of them. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you, dear Lord. For the fruit of the Spirit. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Because you're a good father. And a good father going to discipline his disciples, his children. Lord, I thank you. I give you all the praise. Hallelujah. 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 And the honor. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. As you guys go into this week, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. As you, hallelujah, glory of God, hallelujah, manifestation, hallelujah, within seven days. Lord, I thank you, hallelujah, manifestation, within seven days. Lord, I thank you. I give you all the praise, glory, and the honor that is due your name. 
as you guys go into this week. Speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. Speak life over this nation. Hallelujah. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice with others. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Hallelujah. Stop always looking at being jealous and envious of people. Rejoice with them. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for continuing to surprise. Hallelujah. Me with your goodness for the rest of your life and your listeners today. I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.